Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with our third hour here today. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, and as usual, it's brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC, make today the day. Allegheny Health Network. Allegheny Health Network, always got your back in healthcare. Check them out. And driven by number one Cochrane, go one better at number one Cochrane. We have a lot to get into. I want your calls at 412-928-9370. And I also want your tweets at KD Pomp. We have Greg Lancey on, and he says this on Twitter. Is Neil Huntington a terrible GM, or is he trying not to win? How do how does Tampa trade Archer for Meadows, Glassnow, and Baz when they win 90 games? Cole trade was terrible, too. Nutting makes money. Neil Huntington has a job. Fans get nothing. Well, listen, the track record speaks for itself. 12 years, they haven't won a division. Uh, they haven't beaten the Cardinals in 12 years in terms of the standings. Uh, they have a limited payroll. That's by choice. They could change it if they want. Uh, that trade, though, I'm not going to criticize it because I think Chris Archer's a very good pitcher, and at the time they were trying to do something different, and you have to give up something to get something. Uh, people had watched Tyler Glass now come up a few times and struggle. You knew the talent was there. He's got too much of it, and now he's put it together, at least to start the season as a starter for the Rays. Last night, in case you missed it, he beat the Giants. He's 2-0 and with a 1-6-8 ERA. Meadows is off to a good start as well. But I like Archer. We'll see what happens as this moves forward. But, hey, of all the trades you're going to criticize, that's not one I would. There are others to do, but that's not one. So the Pirates will play today, trying to make a three shutouts in a row, actually four in a row against Cincinnati. Man, if you're that fan base, you saw them make that big trade. They get um, Yasiel Puig. They get uh, Matt Kemp. And they get Alex Wood, who's on the disabled list. And quite frankly, none of that has been positive for them. Kemp may be just a little too old. He's still got a lively bat. But at the same time, uh, you'd expect more from Cincinnati from offense. I thought if they were going to lose games, it would be 8-7-7-6, not 2-0-2-0-3-0, whatever the case may be. So I want to talk Pirates with you. Are you optimistic this pitching can take them deep into the season, competitive all the way through, 412-928-9370? Also, we've gotten a lot of reaction about the Penguins and how they should approach tonight's game. Uh, I believe, like I would always believe, if there's something to play for, you play. That makes sense. They have something to play for. Uh, they have seating issue. If they win and the Islanders lose, they get to be in second, which carries with it home ice. If they lose and the Islanders lose, they're going to regret doing it if they should rest players. Sidney Crosby's two away from 100. He likes to play. Kessel has a streak. You just play the guys. That's the way it is. If somebody gets hurt, so be it. I know they'll be criticized for it because it's technically meaningless from a standpoint that they're already in the playoffs. But it's never meaningless when you have something to play for and they have something to play for. They'll start next week. If it is New York, in New York, it's got a dilemma because their, their arena is jammed on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday which means there could be no hockey there. So if you're going to start the series, say, Thursday, Saturday, or whatever you want to do, you can't do it. So you'd have to probably play back-to-back games on Long Island. That would be Wednesday, Thursday. So if the Penguins should get home ice, that would solve that problem. 
But, you know, you know, all these arenas have other scheduling issues, and the Islanders haven't been in the playoffs in a while, so they probably figure, what the heck, put it in there, and we'll see what happens. I want to know your Masters pick also. Call me, 412-928-9370. I'm leaning toward Dustin Johnson, although Rory's having a fabulous season. There's so many others to choose. Do you think Phil Mickelson can win at 48, like Nicholas won at age 46? Call us on that. And we have a question about the Steelers. Over and under totals in Vegas have the Browns with a better shot of winning more games. Do you agree? Over and under for the Browns is 9. Over and under for the Steelers is 8.5. 412-928-9370. Going back out to the lines. Ross Traver, our destination right now. We got Bert. Hey, Bert, how are you? I'm moving along, Bob. How are you? <laughs> I'm just not moving. I'm sitting here. I got to get up and move. My uh, Apple Watch is telling me, get up and move. And I haven't moved. But that's what happens when you sit in a seat. You don't move. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, we both know the Steelers want inside linebackers in the first round. Doesn't look like they're going to get near those two, you know, that are good for the first round. Uh, a lot of those mock drafts have them taking Byron Murphy, the cornerback. Now, NFLDraft.com really likes this guy. They had him at four four, but I saw him run over a four five at the combine. He does not. He looked ordinary to me, and they're saying on one of these guys saying on TV. This is a guy you can get by with, and I, I don't want to see him take somebody you can just get by with in the first round. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they would like to move in a position, but it's going to take a lot to give up, I believe, to get where they want to get because those guys aren't going to be around. Uh, you're referring to the two Devin players. Devin Bush would be my choice. But, I, I you know, they, they have a lot of ways they can go. Uh, so I think they could trade up in the second round if there's somebody there. You're going to get value in rounds two and three. They normally find it there. But they do need inside linebacker help. Can Barron do the job as a free agent acquisition? I don't know. I mean, he, the jury's still out to me. He's got a lot of talent. Can he become the player they want him to become? They need somebody. Yeah, he, looked, he looked pretty good against New England, I thought, in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know. Yeah, he did. When I watched him. Yeah. But, I mean, before that, he, you know, he's a converted safety, which is hard sometimes to do. But I think he has the natural talent to be able to gravitate to that position. They, they're hoping for that. But they thought John Bostic would be more of a contributor, too, and he has not been. So, you know, uh, that's a big position for them, and they have to solidify. I think the trade of Steven Nelson, or I mean the signing, uh, is a good one because it solidifies the other side opposite Joe Hayden. I like that kid. I think he's progressed each and every year. If you look at what he's done, uh, you can understand why the Steelers were interested in him. So, But I still would draft more there. You could never have enough. It's as simple as that, Bert. Yeah, I am, Definitely. But, uh, you know, if they can get that Bush, that, that kid from Michigan, that inside linebacker, they should do what they can to get him. This guy looks like Aaron Donald playing linebacker with the thighs he has on him. Yeah. Aaron Donald's working out in Pittsburgh and looking pretty good. <laughs> but he always looks good. He's a good workout guy. Thanks, Bert, for the call. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. Yeah, draft coming up April 25th, 26th, 27th. We have a special couple of them, actually, on KDK TV the night of the 25th. Charlie Batch and I will be there the night of the 27th. Rich Walsh and Charlie will man the day after all the picks have been made and your take on what goes on there with the Pittsburgh Steelers and their draft. It's another phase. You know, we we talked a lot about the AAF going under, a lot of reasons for that. But quite frankly, none of these leagues is going to succeed. They just don't. Historically, they don't for a lot of different reasons. To me, the number one reason is because the NFL, John Bridge, has become – 365. It's every day this news. In fact, you can argue the offseason sometimes there's more talk than we see during the season. 
more issues, more potential trades, more potential free agent signings. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, drama, drama, drama. How do you how do you even win that battle when you have a lot of guys who are viewed as well secondary? You know, they're not they're minor league football players playing a sport that doesn't compete with the NFL. The NFL needs to throw a lifeline to these teams. They're not going to do it. Right. I mean. The NFL storylines are more, much more interesting than anything that happened on the field with, say, Christian Hackenberg, right. Trent Richardson trying to make a comeback, or Johnny Manziel again. How many times do you have to watch that? Right, crash and fall. You know, I mean, so it's a tough thing. Now the XFL is going to start, and they have just like the AAF, they have some pretty smart people in charge. But again, without the talent, without the name recognition. I remember when the Maulers came into existence here at USFL, it was widely viewed as, oh, all right, we're excited to see this. Mike Rogier, they drafted guys who should have gone to the NFL. You have to get big-name players, and if you don't, you're never going to have a chance to succeed in a league now that has to go opposite the NFL even when the NFL is not playing games. It's hard to do. 412-928-9370. Let's go out to Bob in the car who joins us right now. Before we go to break, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Hey, I got a quick question for you. Uh, just knowing how the Steelers are, um, if they aren't able to get either Devin in the first round, uh, and since they signed Mark Barron, I don't think they're desperate enough to move up. I don't. It's just not their style sometimes. And then since they signed Steven Nelson for corner, do you see them going somewhere other than corner or inside linebacker, like potentially if D.K. Metcalf falls, if they grab him? or one of the edge rushers. There's a lot of edge rushers in the first round. Yes, I think all those are in play, and it depends on how it comes. It depends on how aggressive the Steelers want to be, Bob. They have 10 picks. They shouldn't take all 10 picks. I think they're going to move some of those. That's why they acquired him. So if you want to be really, you know, look at the Troy trade. That was one that stands out because they moved up significantly, but they had to pay a price to do it. Are they willing to do it? Can they get what they want? Sometimes you can move up and have a team right ahead of you after you move up. Still take the guy you want. And teams like Cincinnati, teams in their own division, remember uh, Max Williams, the tight end from uh, from uh, Baltimore. Yeah. The, the Steelers wanted to take him, and they took him right before. You know, So some of that right. stuff gets out. I don't know. It's, it's a risky business, but there are a lot of good choices. I would not be disappointed with anything they come up with in the first round as long as it's one of those guys we've been talking about. Right. All right well, Bob. I just got a feeling it's not going to be an inside linebacker. I really do. You're probably right, unless they make a, a very aggressive play. Thank you for the call, 412-928-9370. Our show brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. PNC, make today the day. Allegheny Health Network, health for all. And we're driven by number one, Cochran. We want you to drive into our shop here. Give us a call at 412-928-9370 on Twitter. It's at KD Pump. We resume right after this on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 